Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. We want to shout out to, and I sure hope I'm saying this right, Mebane, North Carolina. <clears throat> and if I said your city incorrectly, please email me and tell me I said it wrong and tell me how to say it because I do not want to mispronounce your name. All right. And mm -hmm. check out our website, graceintheshadowsor.org. Email Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Call or text 251-244-4645. We also <clears throat> have some merchandise. We do. We've got We got merch. Yes. We've got shirts. Yes, we do. And we they have... look quite nifty. Well, yeah, yeah. This is just a new thing that we're trying to do. So if you want a shirt or a mug that says Grace in the Shadows in the show notes and on our website, I have put our store. It's uh, we couldn't do Grace in the Shadows. I had to do Shadows of Grace. So you can look at Shadows of Grace Etsy.com um, and check that out. Let us know what you think. Let us know uh, if you have any suggestions. Well, we're also going to be selling like some other things with scripture verses and stuff. So just something to try. We like to do new things. So check it out. Let us know what you think. So you got some facts for got us? Got some facts. Crocodiles can gallop like a horse. How are you doing that? For no, you haven't. I, I thought you had else on crocodiles. something else galloped like a horse. No, there was some other animal. Well, let's put a saddle on a crocodile. Oh my god, he would bite us. Giddy up, crocodile. Giddy up, crocodile. I don't think I'm going to be riding a crocodile. I'm riding a dinosaur. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, true. I don't think I would really want to ride a dinosaur either. One of the flying, the pterodactyls might be pretty cool in the air. How do they go? What did they say? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> a newborn baby, a newborn baby is okay. more than three fourths water. Oh, so that must be why they have to pee a lot. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> they have to change. That's diaper. awful. Maybe it is. You right know there. how many diapers you change on them? One of those little bitty, bitty, bitty babies. There's lots of diapers to change. Definitely. The position you sleep is linked to your personality. All right. When you fall asleep at night, uh -huh. you prefer to be in fetal position. Mm -hmm. Flat on your back, sprawled out on your stomach. I like the stomach. Yeah. I used to sleep on my stomach until I was pregnant and couldn't do anymore, so I got out of the habit. I do often fall asleep on my back, but I like to be on my side, mm -hmm. kind of curled up. And then the dog kind of curls up, too. So, yeah. This is an interesting. We'll do okay. a couple more. A couple more. Shoes could be two feet long in medieval times. Oh, Man, I would I trip over my shoes now. Well, I do have big feet. People do talk about my big feet. My mom had big feet, and I really didn't have big feet until we had kids. Two feet long. I, mean, I, my, I went up two sizes. That good. So people would be tripping over my feet if I wore those. All right, that's big. It's like clown shoes. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln is in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Now, I, we've talked about him being a wrestler before. Yeah, we have. He's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. So he's in the Hall of Fame. He wasn't just a wrestler. He was six foot four. He was a tall he person. A and then guy. he put he that strong. stove uh, top, what, stove pipe, stove. Something. Yeah, on his head, and it would make him even taller. Yep. Wow. wonder if he was the first one to be put in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. I don't know. That would be interesting to check out. All right, you got one more? One more. One more. Let's see what we got. Okay. Santa Claus has an official pilot's license. 
you know, that is really good coming off of Christmas to know. Oh, oh, oh. So when he's out there flying with his reindeer, he oh. is official. Well, we've got 300-something days left until Christmas. Uh, three, yeah, it'll, well, I don't know. I have not counted. (laughs) Um, I'm just kind of recovering from this Christmas. It was nice. It was different this year. Our kids came at different times, but we had a really, really nice time with them. And then one left, one stayed, the other one's left now. So we just been all over the place for the last week. I don't even know what, what day is it? Do you know what day it is? Uh, Today's Wednesday. (laughs) Oh, okay. So today for us is Wednesday the 28th. Okay. Okay. So what is our topic today, Dr. J? We're doing a character study. All right. And make carryover to two. So a Bible character. Okay. Here we're studying. We're talking about Noah. Noah is a good person to talk about. Noah's name means rest or comfort. I like that. Yeah. I really didn't know that. Okay. Early childhood Noah is not mentioned. Conception uh, that he was the son of Lamech. Mm-hmm. And Noah is the, from the line of Seth, which was a godly man who took mm-hmm. Abel's place. Yeah, so Seth was born after Cain killed Abel. Mm-hmm. So he came, Noah came from him, his line. All right. So it was about 1,500 years wow. after creation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are probably millions of people on earth. Right. We told we you know people live to be uh, eight hundred seven hundred years old, mm-hmm. and uh, so p- there was a lot of people on Earth, but evil in, had begun to sprout. Well, very rapidly. Yeah, I mean it started in, in the Garden of Eden, and then that was closed up, and then of course it continued. I mean Cain killed Abel, and yeah, I mean unfortunately a little sin gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then you know so i can see how it just spread through the people go ahead if you would dr marla dr marla and start reading okay so i'm reading from genesis 6 when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them the sons of god saw the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose then the lord said My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with them the animals, the birds, the creatures that move along the ground. For I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. So we look at this. And there were someone called the sons of God. The sons of God were a people. Many people believe that the sons of God were fallen angels that were trying to create a race of people because because angels uh, cannot be redeemed. And so that there was this um, marring of the seed 
of 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 Adam, the seed of Seth, that would ultimately bring out Jesus Christ. And so there was basically the Nephilim were like giants, hmm. half angel, half human. And a lot of the myths that we hear, uh, you know, like Jupiter mm-hmm. and like the Roman myths, a lot of people, including myself, believe some of the myths, there's always some truth. Right. That these could have been the sons of God way back when. Well, yeah, because almost every culture has the Ark story. And, you know, you've got the mythology of the different gods and everything. So, like you said, truth, those come from truth. They have to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So God saw that there was wickedness. Mm. And interesting enough, you know, we see that our man Noah found grace in God's eyes. Yes. Um, you know, we see every intent of the thoughts of man was evil continually. Yeah. And the word intent literally means to shape or potter. Hmm. Godless philosophies, wicked ideas, shaped, molded, and wicked te- wicked teachers. And they, society was calling good evil and evil good. Mm-hmm. And so love was replaced with lust, honesty with hypocrisy, mm-hmm. holiness with hellishness, <clears throat> and God was pre- uh, replaced with greed. Mm. But here we see a man named Noah. There's always at least one, you know, that is righteous. And I, and that makes me feel good. You know, it really does. No matter where you are in life, there's always somebody in your life that's following God. Noah found grace. Yes. Noah was not because he was better than anyone else. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, Noah, I believe, had a pure DNA. Okay. Uh, his family, mm-hmm. eight family members. Do you know what Noah's wife's name was? No one knows. It's Noah's wife. <laughs> I've looked. I, I, it's not listed, is it? It's not. No. It's Noah's lo- no. wife. Noah's yeah. wife. Mrs. Noah. Noah was saved the same way we are saved, by right. grace. Grace. God saw Noah and saved him by his election, by his grace. Wow. Um, and so... When we see Noah, God chose Noah mm-hmm. out of this chaotic, crazy world. Yes. And he told him he was he was a just man. Mm-hmm. Do you know what he means by just man? He was a man of faith. Yeah. He, he was, was justified. He did the right things in life. Yeah. And he was better in God's eyes. Perf- he was perfect because of his righteousness. Right. Uh, he lived a life that illustrated faith mm-hmm. yeah and so when they looked at this while other people were drinking he wasn't right while other people were using foul language he wasn't mm-hmm. while other people were reading uh, you know uh, dirty books he mm-hmm. was reading the bible right this was a guy that loved god mm-hmm. definitely um, god called him and he said he was going to destroy the world for their wickedness. Mm-hmm. And it's only by grace that we're not. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we are wicked. We're saved by grace. Oh, yes. And so 
He chose Noah and mm-hmm. his family. And that shows that he, I mean, he chose him and his family. I mean, he could have just taken Noah. So obviously Noah was sharing with his family the righteousness of God. And they were learning from him and they were following after him. Or he would not have allowed them to go with them on what we're fixing to talk about. And do you know it had never rained? Yeah. Yep. Never rained. Uh, for 120 years, Noah built an ark. And, you know, a guy came to him and said, I want you to build an ark. And Noah didn't say, what's an ark? He didn't say, what are you talking about? What's rain? He just said, okay, and he did it. He built this ark. Everyone, mm-hmm. people were making fun of him. Mm-hmm. And he kept on hammering. For years and years and years it took him. And, and just think of, I bet people came out every day and probably all day long made fun of him for what he was doing. Don't you think? I think Noah, Noah was not afraid to be the odd man out. No. Or to be the minority when the majority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was walking with with the with evil he was walking with god it's probably very lonely but he didn't let that stop him either i know we've been in places where we were very lonely and we kept trying to do the right thing and that's definitely what noah did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know in the book of genesis noah's ark is described and you know when, <laughs> what, when you see noah's ark in kids bibles what do you see Oh, you see a small little boat. I mean, it's like got a flat top and like an oval bottom. And all these cute little animals are hanging out. And there's only two of each animal. And and the boat is like small. But that's not what the boat looked like at all. You know, Noah's Ark, according to measurements, okay, Mm -hmm. it's described as a massive ship. Right. Matter of fact, it looked like a, a coffin. Okay. More like a barge. Wasn't it like several football fields long? Like 510 feet long, okay. 85 feet wide, 51 feet high. Right. And if you want to see one like it. Uh, in Kentucky. Yes. At the Creation Museum. Yeah, the Creation Museum. They actually may want scaled to that size, right? Mm-hmm. We've never seen it, but I know some of y'all probably have. Um, and that that is what it should look like in pictures, not what they always have, the cutesy little boat. Yeah, no. One one person said the ark could have had at least two point fifteen million sheep. Oh well, that is a lot. Of sheep. Well, people say, what about dinosaurs? Dinosaurs were on there because that thing was huge. Oh, it was absolutely. It never rained before, and we right. have to remember that probably the babies went on there. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, they didn't have to have the adults. Absolutely not. So yeah, because because animals age quicker too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a lot of the animals couldn't survive afterwards. Right. That's right. And they also had two of some animals and seven of others for sacrificial mm-hmm. later and to eat off of, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. There was a, approximately 16,000 animals on the other. Wow. Yeah. Do you think they had roaches on there? I hope not. I think that was a result of the fall. You oh. think? I don't know. The fall had already been. So they uh, had on there too. Yeah, they had to be, I guess. Snakes, roaches, you know, everything. They had three Rats. stories. Ooh, <laughs> cats were on. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry, cat lovers. <laughs> I'm just so allergic. And the ark had three stories, a roof, a small opening, uh-huh. no steering wheel. No steering wheel. Who shut the door? God did. God shut the door. God uh, yeah. brought the animals. And God was the one steering the boat. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That took a lot of faith. Mm. So it rained, the floodgates of heaven opened up, mm-hmm. water came from underneath the earth, it yep. quaked, and it came yep. from from heaven. Yes. It literally divided the hemispheres. It did. And, uh, you know, if you study science and everything, like the Grand Canyon and a lot of the mountains and things like that, you can see those were carved by the flood, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of scientists like to say that's not true, but but it was. You know what you find up in the highest mountain? Fish, fish fossils. Yeah, fish fossils. And you think, well, why could you find that? Well, because of the flood. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Flood water stayed. It, it rained 40 days and 40 nights. Mm-hmm. It, it stayed for 150 days. Yep. Receded after another 100 days. Mm-hmm. And it, when Noah sent a dove out, guess what it did? Came back with an olive branch. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so for one year and 10 days, Noah and his family were on the ark. With all the animals. God made a rainbow. Yes, he did. You know, they landed on the mountains of Ararat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what we can get from this, the rainbow represents what? Um, God's promise. It, it, his promise to man that he's never going to flood the earth again. Um, unfortunately, it has been turned into other things in this world. But it was originally God's promise that he would protect us. And I don't think these a lot of people that came up with that symbol for mm-hmm. things that shouldn't be. Right. Were purposefully planning that. I believe it was through the spiritual realms yeah. that that idea came Oh, from. absolutely. Because Satan always likes to counterfeit things. He definitely does. Um, and he's he's done that that way as well. You know, with and he's done that with the cross. I mean, he's done that with everything. So he likes to get his counterfeit in. But it was a promise to them that he would never flood the whole earth again. When I was little, I would see floods and think, oh, no, God didn't take, didn't uh, make, didn't keep his promise. But my mom explained it to me that, no, he's not flooded the whole world like he did. So I used to get a little <laughs> worried, you know. But God, God never goes back on his promises to us. And that, you know. Uh, reassures me of that. And when he landed on the mountain of Ararat, do you know Marco Polo was a great explorer? Mm-hmm, he was. And he said when one of his documentations that he saw the uh, Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Really? I did not yeah. know that. Well, now, isn't it only in a certain, you can only get to it like a couple of days a year because it's like encased in yes, ice? It's so. Is it now? Uh, mountains of Ararat, Turkey. Turkey, okay. Of course, our Armenian friends yes. would say it's an Armenian. I would too. So. Well, yeah. Yeah, we, we went to Armenia. You went a couple of times, three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Go ahead and read here uh, uh, this, the verses 9 through uh, 10. Okay. Then God blessed Noah and his son, saying to them, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. The fear and dread you will fall on the beast of the earth and on the birds of the sky, on every creature that moves along the ground and on the fish of the sea that are given into your hands. Everything that lives and moves about will be food for you. Just as I gave you the green plants, I now give you everything. But you must not eat meat that has lifeblood still in it. And for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. I will demand an accounting from every animal. And for me, each human being, too. I will demand an accounting for the life of another human being. Whoever sheds human blood by humans shall their blood be shed. For the image of God has God made mankind. As for you, be fruitful and increase in number, multiply the earth and increase upon it. 
And then God said to Noah and his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that that was with you, the birds, the livestock and all the wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. I establish my covenant with you. Never again will life be all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. So when we see this, you know, God's covenant. Mm-hmm. Every time you see a rainbow in the sky, you know yeah. God's not. That's God's covenant. Yes. And the rainbow is a bow mm-hmm. with an arrow, with, with no arrow. Right. It's pointing where? Where, where? where would the arrow be pointing? To the heavens. To Jesus. Yeah, to Jesus. He would take mm-hmm. the arrow of sin right. on the cross. Yes. Instead of destroying the world as he did, mm-hmm. he would bring his son who would take the arrow of the bow. Yes, that's remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, and you know, we know why we have hurricanes. We know why we have tornadoes and, yes. and bad weather because yes. ultimately it's a consequence of the fall. True. And so things aren't getting better. The world right. isn't. There yeah. is global warming. We yeah. are burning. God said He's someday going to melt the, this place. Well, it is. I mean, I was watching a documentary the other day about you know polar bears, their habitats. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not as many of them because the ice is melting. So God told Noah, Noah and his sons mm-hmm. to be fruitful and increase the earth. We're yes. going to see they didn't do that, right? Um, and um, not now, but later. Okay. Uh, and we see some things that from here that God created that's new. Mm-hmm. He said he'll never curse the ground again. Right. Okay. He said he also he created human government. Mm-hmm. The death penalty was not instituted yet, as we talked about Cain. Right. And so he talked about if shed of blood is shed, mm-hmm. uh, bl- blood will be a life will be given for a life. Yes. Uh, and so we see the death penalty issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also see meat was added to our diet. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, we and like fruits and vegetables. We do like that meat. Yeah. <laughs> and God would never destroy the world again by right. water. By water. by water. Yeah. So what do you think of Noah? I I think it's a remarkable story, but the thing is, it's not just a story. It was true. It happened. There's um, evidence. Yeah. I mean, he definitely was a man of God that taught his family, um, you know, about God. And, and I cannot even imagine what it must have been like to live on that ark with all those animals for over a year and, and the people too. Can you imagine how stinky it was? Oh, my word. I'm sure it was very stinky. But um, just, just knowing that God saved Noah and his family so the human race would continue is just because God could have just destroyed it all and started over. But he didn't. Um, he chose a man. And a man that was righteous. And that's how we need to be. We need to live a righteous life, um, living for Jesus as well. And to do that, we have to have a personal relationship with him. And we have to have him as our Lord and Savior. We have to accept him by grace like Noah did. The ark is is very much like the salvation mm-hmm. of Jesus. Yes. You know, it's sealed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sealed Noah and his family. Mm-hmm. As the judgment of the world was going on, mm-hmm. uh, he was protected. And yeah. we know when we're in Christ, yes. and when we receive Christ, that we receive the Holy Spirit that seals us. Yes, and protects for us. For salvation forever. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. And I believe, you know, preventing us from ever being judged by God himself. 
Absolutely. So hopefully you have made that decision in your own life and that, that you have accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Um, and if you have questions about that, please reach out. We would love to help you with that. All right. So next time we're going to pick up the story and continue it on. But right now we need to remind you that. Uh, just like with Noah, God can take your mess. And he had a mess, mm-hmm. a stinky mess. Yes, he did. And turn it into a message for his glory, for your good. All right. Goodbye. Bye.